All right. Welcome to the Midwest Coast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Malum. We are actually missing our West Coast uh, flavor as Jack could not make it this weekend. So instead, you're going to have three bumbling assholes with Northern Wisconsin uh, accents talking about the NBA. Um, with me is, you may know him from the Time Filler Pod. It is Phil Emmerich. Phil, how are you doing? Pretty good, Nick. Thanks for having me on. First time, long time. And I believe another first time, long time, um, very famous for his NBA takes, Scott Durham. Scott, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm ready for this draft and preparing all day. All right, getting to that. So we have a draft of 10 rounds. It is all players who have played uh, 2000 and after. And essentially what it is, is we are going to do 10 rounds, five in, five out. So basically two starting lineups. You get them in their prime as long as that prime is after 2000. So if you cho- if you decide to choose Michael Jordan, you don't get Michael Jordan for the Bulls. You get Michael Jordan for the Wizards. If you pick Shaq, you don't, you're not allowed to have him for the Magic. Um... I have already randomized the order. Phil, you are on the clock. All right. Well, um, with the first pick in the Midwest Coast NBA draft, I am going to go with the king, the kid from Akron, LeBron James. Um, Being that this is a draft spanning since 2000, I don't think that there's anybody whose entire career of such greatness spans that span. and really, I don't think I need to defend this pick too much. Uh, that's about it. Ron James. Yep. I think that's the right pick um, for obvious reasons. But also, with your starting five now, you don't really need a point guard if you don't want. You can kind of go for best players because I feel like LeBron just plays with everyone well. So, yep. I, I, yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, so, this... Now, all of a sudden, we're probably going to get controversial. Um, <laughs> at, second, at second pick? We're getting controversial at second pick? I I think so. I feel like I might get criticized. I don't know. But with a second pick, I am actually going to go with Kevin Durant. Um, I think that Kevin Durant has what I consider probably the best all-around offensive game of all time. That might be a hot take. I have no idea. But um, I think he can just get his own shot as easily as he wants. So Kevin Durant, second pick. Scott, do you want to rip this apart or should I start? I actually like that pick. I was going to take Kevin Durant. So that actually, he took my first player. I didn't think he was going to go there. So that's a, that's unfortunate for wow. me. I was going to take Kevin Durant. I've always liked him. Yep. I, um, I, you know, I, I told you it was going to be controversial. Phil, go ahead. So I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I obviously can't disagree with his numbers. And I was actually watching some KD tape in anticipation of this draft. And I liked what I saw. Um, I think the problem with Kevin Durant is he's never shown the ability to be the best player on anything but a great team that won the finals. Um, And so for that, I I just would struggle taking him in this. Are you only drafting players with rings in this draft, Phil? All 10? I mean, I'm not doing total Stugatz matches, but Durant doesn't exactly have Robert Horry. Robert Horry. Robert Horry in the third round. That's right. All right. Um, I do have my next. I have two picks ready to go here. Yeah, go ahead. This is is no brainers. I'm going to take Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan. And they're they're both proven winners. They've both won multiple championships. They are the face of the, both of their franchises for the last, for how many years? That's two easy picks. I like it. Yeah, I support that. I actually kind of was hoping that Duncan would fall to me. So good yeah, pick. No, Duncan's, he's a winner. He's not going that late, bud. <laughs> All right. Um, boy, so I'm between about three players here and no matter what I pick it's going to be controversial again I think uh, but 
I think I'm just going to go with it. I may get criticized. I don't care. I'm going to go with Shaq. Oh, wow. No, that's a good pick. Oh, if you take his prime years early in the 2000s, that's a good pick. Shaq I mean, he's, he, he's the most physically imposing player possibly of all time. I mean, you, you can argue some other maybe older I'm, players, but. I'm going to draft Robert Horry just to follow him. And then he can go on the free throw line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Phil, you're up. All right. Well, the the funny thing about Shaq is uh, just to kind of rip on Nick's pick a little bit. Most of his 2000s were pretty injury plagued, um, and so I guess if you take 01 Shaq, you're probably all right. But if you were to look over the whole span, I think that's a questionable pick. Just saying. Fair enough. All right. So with my picks, um, I'm actually going to do a little bit of deep cuts because we're building a team here. Um, so you got to fill out one through five and a lot of different roles on the team. So my next pick is actually going to be Allen Iverson. Um, and then on the wraparound, I'm going to go ahead and grab Draymond Green. That is way early for him. Yeah, actually, I think you reached on both those players. Yeah. That Mel Kuyper gives you an F and he doesn't even grade basketball. <laughs> so I'm just gonna put this out there. If Nick can just take O one Shaq and we're okay with it, O one Allen Iverson was actually better than Shaq was in O one. Yeah, but we're we're playing with like all time greats here and AI is that's I don't know. I would have drafted him later than that. Yeah. He's six foot he's six foot, tape, he's six foot tall. He's six feet tall. He's really good. Phil, 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 not only could you have gotten those those two the next round, you probably could have gotten those two the round after. Yeah, AI AI was not a horrible pick, but Green was really bad for this. He's a role player. Yeah, I haven't seen that MVPs. big. Yeah, I I actually haven't seen that big of a reach since the Vikings took uh, Christian Ponder. <laughs> That's a great call. <laughs> 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 All right, just make your pick. Please. All right. He knows he screwed up. That's why he's screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm between two point guards. Yeah, I know who you're going to take, too. I already know it because it's who I want. No, I actually don't think that this is a player that you're going to want. I'm actually going to take Steph. I I had him up there, too. That's he's, a good pick. Yeah, Great I mean, I, I think that Steph is the best shooter of all time. Um, like I said, I was between two. I would have been happy with both of them, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going with Steph. <sighs> okay. I'm going to take Jason Kidd. And I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. Um, hmm. Nick, I don't know. What, what's your opinion on him taking Jason Kidd there? Um, uh, there was another point guard that was higher on my list. Yeah, I, I had a couple. I don't know, dude. Jason Kidd played throughout from 2000 until 2000. Like, he won a championship in what, 2012? That's a lot of years. He was pretty relevant. And the, the he took the Nets. He carried the Nets to two championships. Oh, I don't know about carrying the Nets. Oh, he was their best player. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of diving into this here. I don't think he carried the Nets to those titles. He was good. He's a very good all-around player. Plays both plays both ends of the court. Um, I mean, I have I already have Kobe Bryant. He's going to score 20. Like he's going to he's got to score. Jason Kidd's going to lock you down, get rebounds, do everything you need to win. I'm looking to win, not score points. He's going to do the little things. Yeah, there's still one point guard that's higher on my list than him, but. Well, you can draft him right now. Draft him. I'm thinking about it. Um, but let me look. I, yeah, I, I actually am going to draft him. Uh, I'm going with Steve Nash. Yeah, that's, damn it. I don't like that pick. Can't play defense. Um, yeah, but his two MVP years were absolutely incredible. 
Um, yeah, he should, but at the same time, he shouldn't have won one of those MVPs. Kobe Bryant averaged like 35 a game and didn't win an MVP. Yeah, I can't argue with you on that, but at the same time, I mean, Steve Nash in his prime was probably one of the better point guards for court vision. He could shoot, he could pass. I mean, he was, his, his game was all around. And that, yeah, that was a point guard that was ahead of kid for me. Yeah, not for me. I like Fitz's physicality, but teach her own. Actually, I actually like the Nash pick more than the kid pick. I just, I don't love it for Nick's team because he's got to be picking the point guard to run his two squad. Yeah, yep. Nash, would al- Nash would also make everybody better on his bench. So that's not a horrible pick for your bench. Yep, yep, that's exactly what I'm thinking. All right, well, um, I am going to dip into the shooter's pool here and go ahead and grab Clay Thompson. Um, Being that Nick took Curry a while ago, I think he's the best pure shooter left on the board. Yeah. There's 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 other good shooters left. He is also yeah, but he's actually a pretty underrated defender. Yeah, he's I a agree. good two-way player. He's a good two-way player. That's not a bad pick, but you're kind of just drafting the Warriors essentially. You know? <laughs> oh, you can't talk to me. Nick's got Curry and KD. <laughs> Did you call up the Warriors GM before this? Did you? Are you going to pick best of Dealey next? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to go ahead and take Dirk for my wraparound pick. Actually, that's a, pick. That's a good pick. He looks pretty soft, though. Looking at his team, who's defending down underneath? Who's guarding Shaq on Phil's team? I don't see anybody. Draymond Green, buddy. Draymond's not guarding Shaq. Oh, my God. You are a joke. What? Really? Shaq is 350 pounds, dude. Yeah, I I actually have a great recommendation for a video. If, if, if no one's ever seen it, go look up Shaq dunking on Chris Dudley, where he literally dunks over him and then shoves him to the ground. And no foul was called, and then jogs back up the court as nothing okay. as nothing happened. And Chris Dudley gets up and chucks the ball back at him. <laughs> yeah, I have that. seen that. There are days where I just throw that on a loop. <laughs> and also, Scott, if if you're gonna go ahead and draft somebody that's actually gonna guard Shaq, you're not gonna get a whole lot of players that give you any offense. So I'm just not really sure. Yeah, no. what you'd recommend there anyway? Tim Duncan. David Robinson. <laughs> David Robinson. At the tail end of his career. Mm, I think that'd be a reach. Anyways. Um, so I don't know if people forgot about him because I mean we are going up to current. Um, and since he's lasted this long, I gotta go with I think the best available. And that's gonna be Giannis. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I don't know. You should have been I, drafted higher, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I disagree. I mean, with you that. drafted Draymond right Green like 19 picks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's an NBA champion, Draymond Green. I mean, at least all my guys are like, like Jason, like they're all like MVPs at some point. Not your guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Draymond was on my board, but maybe like late, like late seventh months. or tenth pick. Yeah. Role player, buddy. I got a lot of roles to fill on this team. Yeah, I guess so. And then LeBron can just blame them all when they lose. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go T-Mac. Oh, boy. I like that pick. I do, too. And... I'm going to go Kevin Garnett. I like that pick, too. Yeah, that was a solid uh, couple rounds. I can't disagree with any of those. Phil, I got a lot lot of winners on my team. I know that. Phil, it's almost like you forgot about guys. Yeah, he did. did. Oh, no. What are you waiting for, bud? (laughs) I just had Draymond too high. That's it. I, I sweated out losing on Draymond. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. Everybody else has been a pretty good pick for you. All right. Um, with my next pick, I am actually 
going to go with Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. that too. That's a really good pick. Great yeah. Pick. Yeah, in his prime, I mean, can't argue. Oh boy. I was actually hoping that Wade was going to make it to me. That'd make this a lot easier. Um, I'm actually going to go with Vince Carter for my next pick. I still think there's better people out there than Vince, but... I don't know, man. Vince Carter was a pretty good player, and I know we're not doing anything with longevity in this uh, podcast, but he was one of the most durable players in the NBA. Yeah, that's true. I think that you're higher on Vince than both Scott and I, but to each their own. Yeah, um, I don't know. All right. Um, with my next pick. Whoa, I got a wraparound. Buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> trying to jump the gun. Get a little excited. Yeah, I was trying to steal right. one from you. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, for my next pick, I'm going to go with a guy that you guys probably aren't going to love. Um, but I think that his game works really well when he's surrounded by legitimate stars, and that's Chris Paul. I actually like that pick. I think that Chris Paul has gotten to be a little underrated just because he's he's not really a winner. But, I mean, yeah, but he's, his, team, his teams are in the playoffs every year. Look at the Thunder this year. The yeah. Thunder were projected how, how low, and then all of a sudden they're, like, sitting at, the, what, the six or seven seed? No, I, I totally agree. He I don't, wins. He just doesn't I, win in the playoffs. Right. He's kind of one of those guys that I don't like because he complains to the refs, like, 24-7. But... I mean, he's on the he's he's one of the best point guards of all time. Really smart. Do you, do you remember he got that call against some team? I can't remember who it was, and he, they didn't have their jersey tucked in when they went into the game. Yeah, he like complained and complained and got the call. They ended up winning because he like knew the rule. Like that's why I like Chris Paul. Like he that's a winning thing to do. Like that doesn't have anything to do with talent. That's just knowing the rules and being like, I don't know. I like that about him. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cheap. But it, works. <laughs> honestly, it works though. Like that's a rule. It's uh, a rule. Honestly, it's, your jersey in. it's something that you would do. Oh, yep. Yeah. It is definitely it's is. A tec- <laughs> it's a technicality. Play, play within the rules or you can get charged. Like they got in trouble for it. They lost. It was a technical or I can't remember what it was. I think it was a technical. It was a technical. Right, but you would also you would also get thrown out of the game if you ever got a, a foul for not having your jersey tucked in. I always tuck my jersey in. Okay. Always, yeah. I'm always ready to go. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, am I up now yet or what? Yeah, you are. All right. Yeah, yeah, you are. All right, I am between two players, and I... I'm just going to pull the trigger. I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Davis. Good pick. Scott, are you running the numbers? Yeah, I am. <laughs> You got your analytics team? Yeah, I'm calculating here right in my head. <laughs> this, this according actually to the calculations, is probably not a great pick, but I'm going to take James Harden. Oh, wow. I like James Harden. Off the bench. And I'm going to take Manu Ginobili. Mm. Manu Ginobili? Dude, do you not... Do you, did you watch basketball from 2002 until 2007? Manu Ginobili was the Spurs' like second best player. I actually think really that good. Manu that Manu Ginobili is actually vastly overrated. I don't think so. Watch watch a highlight film once. Uh, look up his stats. They they are, I mean, they're kind of mediocre. Yeah, yeah. He's coming off the bench. You got to have guys that accept their role. You put D Wade on the bench. How is he going to feel about that? I don't know. Man who's fine off the bench. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Manu Ginobili. When when could you ever say Manu Ginobili was even a top 
five player in the NBA. It all fits the system, Phil. The system is what it matters. Guys that do not care if it, Jason Kidd doesn't care if he scores. Quiet Leonard doesn't care if he scores. Kevin Garnett doesn't care. Tim Duncan doesn't care. You get your two scores, Harden and Bryant, and then you get Manu who can run an offense off the bench. I tell you what, on your next round, why don't you just get Tony Parker and you can just run the Spurs out there? I have two Spurs. <laughs> Actually, T Mac was a Spur at one point for like three yeah, months. For like three months. Well, <laughs> I mean, is your next pick going to be Bruce Bowen or? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are going to be surprised. Manu is a sneaky good pick. I'll I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll post some stats and his efficiency. Don't look at stats. Look at his efficiency. I bet his efficiency is right. Don't look at stats because there's none there, buddy. Yeah, you look at efficiency though. The real true stat. That's that's what's going to count. I bet his efficiency is pretty decent. I'll look at it though. All right, my next pick is going to be the better version of Manu, and that's going to be Ray Allen. Yeah, I should have took him. <laughs> yeah, very good take. But Manu is a different player than Ray, though. He is. Ray's more of a shooter. Yeah. I mean, in his early years, he was more of an all-around player than what people give him credit for. But, look, I'm just, I'm just looking for someone to spread the floor for the Greek freak. Yeah, I'm looking, at your, I'm looking at your lineup. You'll know. Uh, yeah, your team's pretty solid. You got some shooters. Yeah, I should. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a literally. He's, he's listed on. I have like forty players, like just on my spreadsheet, and he's listed one above Manu. <laughs> and I on just mine, stopped at Manu. On mine, he's actually listed two, two above. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Well, uh, for my next pick, I think I'm going to go with one of the best two-way players in the NBA over the last decade, and that's Paul George. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad pick. He's yeah, that's all right. Game. And then it's a little bit. A little bit redundant considering I've already got a couple of point guards, but this guy's got a pretty good shot too, and that's Damian Lillard. I'm looking for a center on your team, Phil. Are you going to be running five guards all the time? I've got Dirk. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Dirk, and he's going to he's going to play the whole time. Small ball. <laughs> uh, death ball lineup, buddy. I got uh, Draymond on my top five. Yeah, we know you picked him in the second round. all right um for my next pick i am going to go with another big guy who can spread the floor and that is chris bosh yeah i do like chris his game is very underrated I was actually everything really well. Yeah, I was actually a little bit between Anthony Davis and Bosch, so I'm kind of glad that Phil didn't pick him. I don't have a lot of love for Chris Bosch. I there wasn't any risk of me taking him. Hmm. So I have two picks left, right? We're doing ten rounds. Yeah. I'm gonna take Luka Doncic. Good pick. I was wondering if anyone was gonna select him. Yeah, I'm definitely taking him. Um, hmm. And I just had somebody in mind. I'm going to take Dwight Howard. Really? Yeah, for sure, Hall of Famer, two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, but on your team, he's pretty redundant because you already have Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is a four. Have you not heard? He. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
He's got nothing but rim protectors on his team. Yeah, dude. No easy baskets. We're playing fucking... Look at my team. I'm playing early, mid-2000s game. Are we not playing with a three-point line, buddy? I have a lot of guys that can hit threes. You got a lot of going to defend them. I think Kobe can defend. I think Leonard can defend. I think freaking Manu and T-Mac can defend. Keep Jason Kidd can defend. Yourself. Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of defenders. You guys, you're going to get just bullied. <laughs> just bullied, he says. <laughs> yeah, a little, I, uh, LeBron James led squad is going to get bullied. <laughs> That's right. All right. With my last pick, I'm not sure if this guy's on anyone else's radar. And I don't think that he would be picked by Phil with his last pick. But I am actually going to take another big that can spread the floor. Surprisingly spread the floor. I'm thinking that people have forgotten about his uh, 35% three-point shooting. Brian Scalabrini. Rasheed Wallace. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good pick. He's a little mean, too. Yeah, I need... I need someone who can chest up with uh, Draymond in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've got I've got an embarrassment of talent left on this board here yet for my final pick. We should almost draft it eleven rounds. Yeah, there's a lot one of talent more. left. I would take one more round if you guys want to. I don't, well, I guess the way we're drafting, though, we need only ten. Yeah, only ten. Yeah, that sucks. So, I guess for my last pick, I think I need a little bit more offense. So, I'm probably going to go with the best offense player left, and that's going to be Carmelo Anthony. Dude, you are too small. I just don't see how that's going to work. I mean, that is good value at the end, but yeah, I think I'm kind of with Scott. You're going to be starting Anthony at your five off the bench, or green. I mean, yeah, it's a small ball lineup, but I can shoot most of your guys' lineups out of the gym. I don't have anybody that's not athletic, though. Everybody I have in their primes are athletic people. They're they're going to be able to cover every single shooter. You're not going to get shot. Ginobili, but Ginobili has always been athletic. I'm going to post a YouTube video of his highlights to your Facebook after we get done with this. Looking forward to it. I'll be sure to give a look. All right, Phil, on the wraparound. You had to choose That's first. It, I think. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. I know. But now we're choosing coaches. Yeah, that is. Oh good wow. Who is your um, head coach that's going to lead this this squad to uh, fifty-five wins tops? <laughs> <laughs> so since I pretty much went small ball, and arguably pretty much went heavy on the Warriors. And I need somebody that's going to let personality shine through, not brainwash everybody into playing hard boy defense like Popovich would. I'm actually going to go with Steve Kerr. Yeah, I already wrote that down before you said it. I know that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually hoping that he would have fallen to me since I got Curry and Durant, and we've seen it. Oh, boy. How do you pass up on Popovich? But, yeah, I'm going with Pop. Well, that limits Scott's team to about 45 wins, then, if they don't have Pop. No, there's not many coaches left. Frank Vogel? Yeah, no. <laughs> Tyloo? Um... I've actually... This is going to be an underrated pick, and he hasn't won anything... So I'm going to get knocked for this. But there's not a lot of coaches really in the NBA. Like, how many coaches have won a title in the NBA right now? How many are there? You could choose You could choose Jason Kidd and then have Jason Kidd on your squad twice. Yeah, wow, that's a good that. Yeah, that would be... No, I don't know if I like that. Well, he, he I mean, he's a terrible coach, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm torn between two guys. I like them both, but I'm 
I'm going to go with Mike Boonholzer. Ah, bud. But he hasn't won anything, but at the same time, he took. So this is a stat for you. He took that Hawks team. Al Horford was their best player, and he won. They won like sixty games with Al Horford as their best player. Like everywhere he's went, he's won. I agree. And I like that about him. Like he hasn't won the whole thing, but he he came from Pop. I'm pretty sure. Like he has that. He's under the coaching tree, and he just wins. I don't know. People listen to him, so I like him a lot. So I agree. I had. I had two other names written down, and those were Eric Spolstra and Rick Carlisle. I was thinking Rick Carlisle, and I was thinking Brad Stevens. Oh, yeah. I was Brad thinking Stevens. Brad Stevens, yep. That's a good one. So, players who just missed, I don't know what your guys' thoughts on these are, but um, Russell Westbrook, Paul Pierce, um, Pau Gasol. Yeah, for sure. Kyrie um, Irving was on my list. Kyrie Walker. Kemba. What? Dude, I got a soft spot for Kemba. Nick knows that. Yeah, he does. I, I actually was also thinking uh, Derek Rose. Yeah, I should. I, Derek Rose is a really good pick. That would have been a better pick than that. Yeah. A lot, that. Of, a lot of players would have been better than Manu. But Manu is going to be that second, that second wave. You guys will be surprised. We should uh, almost draft these teams in 2K and then simulate and see who wins. Yeah, I'm down. I don't know if, I don't know if Allen Iverson is going to be great on 2K. He's a 96 or something. He's pretty good. Or we can oh, just talk about like it. All time. They have yeah. You can get him from any. You can get from any year and stuff for most of these guys. Looking at it, you can get them all in their prime. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. So that's a possibility. Otherwise, we can just debate it, and I'll probably win that either way. So, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will take a break and come back and, um, I guess, go through our starting lineups. All right, welcome back to the Midwest Coast Pod. Uh, we just got done drafting, and now it's time for instant reaction. So, guys, I'm going to re-randomize our order and see who defends our lineup first. This is through random.org, by the way. Hopefully, I get a sponsorship from them. <laughs> Scott, you are first. I am second. Phil, you're third. Scott, you are I knew I was going to be first, and being first in a lineup, it actually hurts you because you guys can like counter my lineup. Yeah, it does. I was actually hoping that Phil went first because we could just kill him, but we'll still kill him. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Um, I played around with it a little bit, and this is kind of what I like the best. Um, I'm actually going to start James Harden at my one, and I'm going to start Kobe Bryant at my two. Uh, Kawhi Leonard at my three, Tim Duncan at my four, and then Kevin Garnett at my five. Uh, I think that has a good balance of scoring between James Harden, Kobe Bryant, Leonard, and even Duncan and Garnett are both really good scores, efficient scores for sure. Um, everybody can shoot. Tim Duncan can get you in the mid-range. Garnett can stretch it out to 18 to 25 feet pretty easily. Kobe and James Harden are going to take you ISO and Leonard's just like a robot. Whatever he does, like he makes the right call every time. So I think that starting five defensively can match up with anybody and offensively they're just as good. They any one through five can all score, can all can get it their shot whenever they want it. So that's why I chose that five. I have one question for you. Did you make sure to put Tim Duncan at, at the four, so the Spurs fans didn't get pissed at you. He is number four. Garnett is number five on my spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. But I do have him because I know you're going to start Shaq. So I have Duncan matched up with Shaq. So defensively, I already have him matched up with Shaq. Yeah, so- no, I, I, I actually like that lineup. I think that's a really solid starting five and a lot of scoring. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. That's good defensively. My three, four, five are arguably the best defenders at their position, between Leonard, Duncan, and Garnett. 
I mean, Shaq might be a little better defensively, but he's more just physical. Like Garnett, you watch him with the Celtics when they won the title. Like he's he's the defensive leader for sure on that team. No, yeah. I I agree. And actually, I mean, Duncan was one of the better defenders of his time for sure. Yeah. I think like your lineup is like 98%. The only question I have is how good of an off-ball offensive threat are either James Harden or Kobe Bryant? Yeah, but how good an off-ball is AI? I mean, that's what we're really going to talk about in about three seconds. But, <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I'm, I'm sorry. I should be talking about my team. My team. I, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. James Harden, you, you can rotate. I don't know. These guys will be fine. You get them the ball. They'll shoot the ball. They'll be fine. That, that lineup is – that's a good lineup. That is – that that is actually my one question on your lineup as well. It's just James Harden is so ball dominant, and obviously he's awesome. But and I feel like Kobe is too. But then Leonard, Duncan, and Garnett are not ball dominant at all. Like they don't right. get the ball at all. Right. So no, there are guys. Two guys that kind of run the offense, and three guys that are running the motion and getting their shots and getting rebounds. And if you need a if there's five seconds left and you dump it into the post, Garnett or Duncan can take their guy one-on-one and get a bucket. So that's kind of what I'm That's what I'm thinking. And the, Duncan and Garnett are both good in the pick and roll. I mean, that transfers well to today. If they're both in their prime, they can pick and pop. They can pick and roll. If they get mismatched onto a guard, they're going to dominate them. It's That lineup is pretty solid, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think you did a pretty good job. Um, all right. So for my starting five, so I actually thought that my other five would start until I started writing stuff down. And actually the guys who I thought were going to come off my bench are actually going to start for me. So this is my starting five. It is Steph Curry at the one, Ray Allen at the two, Giannis at the three, Rasheed Wallace at the four, and Anthony Davis at the five. Uh, basically when I... (laughs) Basically, when I was writing this down, uh, that lineup kind of turned into somewhat of a death lineup with Giannis kind of running things, um, I would say, a, ma- a majority of the time, and shooters kind of all around him. I also think that they'll be good enough defensively. Rasheed Wallace uh, was a good defender. Um, Anthony Davis has actually led the league in blocks uh, three years in a row, or not not three years in a row, but... Um, three different years of his career. So uh, maybe an underrated defender there. And then obviously Giannis um, as well as probably one of the best defenders in the league right now. So, so do you want to know, I mean, that, that lineup definitely works better for today's NBA with the stretch five and the stretch four. Um, I want a different approach. I kind of made all your starting lineups as well. And I went like for you, I went super big. Like, I don't know how you could guard this lineup. If you went Steph Curry, at your one, Kevin Durant at your two, Giannis at your three, Davis at your four, and Shaq at your five. I don't know how anybody would guard that lineup. So I'm kind of surprised am... that you didn't go big. Like you would start your average height would be like six nine, six ten. I am so delighted that you made everyone else's starters too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee that Phil and I didn't do that. <laughs> I definitely did not. Definitely didn't. Well, because I was trying to match up like trying to match up against you guys I'm like that's how I would do it like if you have Kevin Durant in his prime you could play the two Giannis at the three Davis at the four and Shaq at the five and Steph at the one you couldn't stop that lineup that's like if you look at the NBA right like Steph is the number one point guard when he's healthy Kevin Durant is what top two or three in the NBA Giannis is top he's the MVP Davis is a stud Shaq was the best player like you have literally the best guys at their position every position yeah, no, I I totally agree. My my only concern, and I I kind of thought that this is maybe why Giannis slid just a little bit, because obviously, I mean, he's he's probably the best player, or at least the best regular season player in the league right now. I thought that the reason that Giannis kind of slid is that he can he he's a niche player, and that he can he is really good around shooters. And that was kind of my thinking was you have two of the best three-pointer, three-point shooters of all time, and then your other two guys can stretch him out, and so he kind of has the whole lane to himself. I, I, I didn't 
I actually didn't think once about putting him and Shaq together. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think you could put those two together. Shaq absolutely clogs the lane. It's not like he can move out of the way for Giannis. Yeah, in 08, he couldn't, or 06, 07, he couldn't. But, like, at his younger days, like, he was just a force. Giannis can shoot threes now. He can shoot mid-range. Giannis is going to drive. Mm-hmm. Like, Giannis, is, Giannis doesn't get to the block and just sit on the block and catch it in the post. That's not his game. He's going to drive. Like, you can still have Shaq in the short corner and drive. Like, if you don't double, Giannis is going to dunk it. If you do double, he's going to throw it up to Shaq, and Shaq's going to have a one-on-one on, on the block. Like, how do you stop that? Right. I mean, I think that it's a winning lineup either way. I just, with all of my players, I mean, I have decent shooters all around pretty much. Um, And I I also kind of want balance on both lineups. Actually, I mean, like I said, I actually thought that my other lineup was going to start until I actually looked around. So I I actually have my first overall pick coming off the bench, ironically. But Yeah, that's surprising. Kevin Durant. You should not have him coming off the bench. That's a questionable call, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's I like, he's the best um, player on the best team. At, like, he was the best player on the Warriors. And you're having to come off the bench? Like, I don't know. The bench, like, typically, bench players do not play as much as starters. I don't know. Like, we didn't go into the into that depth. But, like, if he's a true bench player, he's not playing as much as the starters. So, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, no, I'm probably splitting the minutes 50-50, honestly. Yeah, even so, yeah. I mean, like we talked about, you either have all five starters in or all five bench players in. So who are you playing in the last three minutes of the game? You don't want him in the last three minutes? Um, It would probably depend on which lineup did the best throughout the game. Yeah. That's a, like, it's a hard question to answer with the hypothetical. Right. Honest, honestly, my team probably isn't going to have to worry about that because I feel like I'm going to blow both you fuckers out. Well, oh wow, that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phil. Phil has no idea where he's going with his lineup. Well, so I, I was trying to do a couple of different things when I was setting these, and I realized that you guys were absolutely right when I said I have, when you said I have no size because I really don't. Um, my my best big is not even in my starting lineup in terms of like a true center. Uh, so I basically just decided to go with uh, team chemistry and offense on my starters, and I'm basically trotting out the banana boat. Um, so I'm going with Chris Paul at the one, Clay Thompson at the two, LeBron at the three, Melo at the four, and Draymond at the five. Who is your uh, five? Uh, Draymond's going to have to run the five. He just seems small to me. I mean... Me and Nick are running Davis and Shaq. He runs Davis and Shaq, and I run Duncan and Garnett. And you're going to run LeBron and Draymond at those guys? Well, Nick's actually not running Shaq. Yeah, that's a good point. But even Rashid. So that actually. Even Rashid. Even, yeah, that does help you a lot. I, but even Rashid Wallace is a lot bigger than, like, he, I guess Green could guard Rashid, but. Yeah, I'm going to have a tough time with Anthony Davis yeah. for sure. And then, obviously, with your lineup, Scott, you are pretty much doing shooters and pounding the paint. So I'm gonna have a tough time guarding you guys, but I'm I'm really gonna have to rely on LeBron and Paul and Melo doing kind of a lot of chemistry things in order to really take you guys down. Phil, when you were doing this exercise of going through your your lineups, did you realize that you completely botched this draft? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I wish I could do a redo on the draft. I mean, <laughs> real bad. Yeah. Sorry, I don't, sorry, even, I don't sorry, even know buddy. what to say to you. I, I looked at your team and I couldn't even figure out a start. You had like 20 years to come up with starting five. And I'm like, I don't know who I'm starting here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we were doing three on three ball, I, I feel like I'd be right there with you guys. But I have horrible centers and that's really going to be my downfall. Yeah, unfortunately, we're running this uh, five-on-five full court, bud. Right, yeah. All right. So, that means Phil comes out. I mean, the, our bench is going to be, we know the five, but what we're running in that. What position? So, Phil, what are your backups then? So, I actually kind of like my backups against your guys' backups. Um, 
So I've got Allen Iverson running the point with Damian Lillard at the two spot, Paul George at the three, Vince Carter at the four, and then Dirk at the five. Let's see, if I was you, yeah, got a lot of shooters. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of shooters. Your backups know. are good. I mean, all of our backups are good. You have a good... I, I didn't like the Lillard pick, so I just don't see him really matching up. I don't know. I you, I had Lillard on my board. I did not. But I want to pick Lillard if I was you with the guys that you selected ahead of him. A Paul Gasol would have been a way better pick for you. If you have Paul Gasol on yeah. your team, like, your team looks pretty rounded instead of Damian Lillard. Yeah, this is kind of where I realized that my draft wasn't great because I had Green pegged as way too reliant of a center, and then I realized I didn't actually pick a I good mean, center. You could so. even pick like Zach Randolph, and that would have even been a better pick for your team. I mean, you would even like a very average center forward. But I made a mistake too. I feel like man who probably shouldn't have been like whatever. If your guys, if your yeah. guys are hitting shots, you have a you have a lineup that we can't stop either. Well, right, and it kind of—I mean, if if you're playing in the 2020 NBA style, I feel like I have a better chance than if we're playing the 2005 NBA style. I mean, you can play whatever whatever style you want, Bill. Yeah. Well, it's more of the officiating and all that. So. Yeah. I still don't think your team is going to beat either of our teams. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I mean, Phil, you have LeBron James as your number one pick. Where you could have yeah. put him, I mean, you could have put him one through four, and instead he's almost your biggest guy. Yeah, right, right. I've got a lot of guys that are about six six to six nine, and some shooters, and that's about it. All right, I should probably stop shitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I feel really good about my backups. Um, my point guard is Steve Nash. My shooting guard is Dwayne Wade. My three is Kevin Durant. Then I got Chris Bosch and Shaq. Uh, I think that you could mix and match my starters with my backups. I think they're damn near equally as good of a lineup. So, As a matter of fact, I think your backup to be my starters. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's what that's I was thinking. Your draft. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of killed the draft. Um, I, Like I said, I actually wrote down Nash, Wade, Durant, Bosch, and Shaq as my starters and then went through it and thought that there's no way that um, the other lineup was going to ever be stopped on offense. And I also, even though I picked Shaq really early, I'm also really nervous with him defending the pick and roll as dominant as he is. Yeah, so that was kind of another thing. That's a that's a reason why I put Dwight on the bench for me. And I actually, Dwight, are you done with your team? I can get to mine. Or... Yep, go ahead. Okay. So I have Jason Kidd at my one, Manu Ginobili at my two, Luka Doncic at my three, Tracy McGrady at my four, and then Dwight Howard at my five. So my big thing was like just replicate what the Magic did and put four shooters around Dwight Howard. Um, all four guys... Kid wasn't an elite shooter, but he could he could get in the lane and find those shooters. Same with Manu. I mean, you have Luca and T Mac who can spot up and knock it down. T Mac. I mean, each one one through four can all create their own shot and hit threes. And then you have Dwight Howard who's just going to clean the boards and just be big. So it actually worked out better that you had Shaq on the bench because I think Dwight's a better matchup than Garnett or Duncan. Um, so that's kind of what I went. I went four shooters playmakers with Dwight just being big and playing defense yeah no that's solid um, I'm still questioning your Manu pick I don't think that he should be in your lineup at all I don't think he should have been drafted I I sent I sent the video to Phil Manu is like a sneaky like he's one of those guys that like it's just unconventional he gets his shot up he finds a way like he's going behind the back he's the left handed players you notice I drafted two of them Harden and Manu. I like lefty. I'm a left-handed person, so 
I think they're just kind of sneaky good and they get their shot up and he's a guy that's going to he, he embraces that role like we got to take that into effect too if you're going to if this is a real life situation coming off the bench Luca's young he's like and that's another thing Luca in five years might be on everybody's first list like I have a guy that might yeah be, I mean he's 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 awesome he's really I mean good. there's no doubt so it's like I have guys that I think that I mean Luca's a top five NBA player at 20 21 years old so who knows what his ceiling is? I mean, it's going to be up there. But would you rather? Would you feel better about your backups if you had Paul Pierce instead of Manu? Probably, I'd probably have Pierce. I'd probably have Pierce at the four and, and T Mac at the two. Yeah, I agree. Did you guys know that T Mac had a seven-two wingspan? Yeah, T Mac. That's why I put him at the four. He is like an unreal athlete, and just like his and his hands, and like he. He, him at the four, like Bosch would give him some fits, but Bosch wasn't like a a low post score. Like rebounding wise, Bosch might have beat him up a little bit, but that's where I'd hope that Dwight would get those boards. I don't know. T-Mac, right. T Mac could hit some big shots. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite clips on YouTube is when T Mac scored like 11 in like 19 seconds. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And that was against the Spurs. All right, and then uh, for coaches, just to review, I got um, Pop. Bill, who do you have? Steve Kerr. And Scott? I have Mike uh, Budenhoser. Scott, would you have picked Pop had I not picked him? I was. It was a toss-up. I was thinking Brad Stevens, too. I don't know. I would almost, like, if you guys wanted to draft, like, an assistant coach, then we could even draft head coaches and just have two coaches. There's that many good coaches I feel like we could draft because there's a lot of like coaches that we didn't draft from the like mid 2000s too. Yeah, I mean, some people might say that. Um, oh, and I'm blanking on his name. He's probably the best coach of all time. Um, the guy for the Bulls and the Lakers, Bill Jackson. Yeah, some people are probably going to shit on us for not taking him. I didn't want to run the triangle. Well, and he wasn't like his coaching statistics. Like he won with the Lakers, right? But that's it in the 2000s. Right. Right. Like he wasn't, he was more dominant in the 90s. I feel like that was the tail end of his career. And he came back and coached, I think, for the Knicks one year. And he sucked. Like it was bad. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, all right, guys. Well, I. Th- think i won honestly but well what do we want to do here do we want to i can put all these guys on what like three teams on 2k and we can simulate too and at least give like that's not going to say who's actually going to win or not but it's just kind of like bragging rights at least yeah that sounds good we'll uh update our listeners in the comment section or whatever yeah yeah i would be surprised if my team loses to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to simulate till I win anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. It'll take 15 times, but you'll win one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guys. That does it for the Midwest Coast podcast. Thanks for coming. Yeah.